Hi, I'm Dr. Paula Redmond. I'm a clinical psychologist and I'm really excited to be launching my new podcast called When Work Hurts. The podcast will explore the stories behind the statistics of the mental health crisis facing health professionals today and provide hope for a way out through compassion, connection and creativity. Each week I'll be interviewing an inspiring clinician or thought leader in healthcare about their unique insights. For me, having to phone these families day after day saying, I'm really sorry, nothing's working, they're getting sicker. I'm really sorry, they're getting sicker. I'm really sorry, you need to come in, they're dying, um, was terrible and just one of the hardest things I think I've ever had to do. Because remember in the first wave, these families were completely alone. There's a huge bit for me, which is about, uh, as I'd said at the start, the the good enough, um, uh, and reminding myself, good enough is plenty okay. It's it's important for me personally, because there's a bit of me that uh, doesn't, isn't happy with good enough and wants to be, I don't know, you know, really, really good, uh, sometimes wants to be perfect um, in all the things that I do, and uh, that's that's not coming from a place that's good for me. That comes from like a old, old stuff that says you're not enough or should be more, and, and, I, and when I get caught with that, I get, you know, I can get uh, pushed hard by that, and it really strips out the enjoyment of, of life, work, and the things that I do, and, um, you know, I can easily... If that catches me, I'll just end up walking out of my office, you know, late and frazzled and just having done too much. And I, I really don't enjoy that experience. And um, and so good enough is 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 it's so important. Um, and it does allow me to, to remember the other things that are important to me uh, and do those things. We are seeing so many people leaving the professions, you know, in healthcare, nurses, uh, consultants, doctors, um, paramedics, community nurses, you know, people that are really incredibly experienced and they have just had enough. And that really worries me because I think, what does that mean for the profession? What does that mean for the community? What does it mean for the NHS itself? And sometimes some people draw something and everybody will look at it and go, and then that will, that person will sort of say something and then it, and then it just inches you along to seeing people in a different way. And, and I think to me that is vitally important both pre-pandemic, in the pandemic, because I think ultimately it is these moments of humanness that are incredibly important to everybody in the job. They're incredibly important to patients. The more you allow that humanness out, the more it sort of connects people, I think. And and the more it, and once it starts creeping out, it's, it keeps on creeping out. It doesn't go away. The more you allow it to happen, it slightly becomes more and more and more human. And, and even I think when I did it, I I realised that I'd put down so many layers, if that makes sense, about my humanity in a way that I didn't bring to work, but that that slowly began to erode away and, and came into more and more of what I did at work. So that that's what became incredibly important to me. We have been struck by the scale of loss um, being very difficult for people and for the range of people involved in healthcare and social care. So, you know, people like chaplains and GPs, psychiatrists, nursing staff, care staff. And um, I think the volume 
of that tragedy that they're dealing with has really impacted on them. And probably combined with the relative isolation that COVID has brought for people. So your usual kind of networks and usual um, resources haven't been available. GPs are having projected into them as a profession all the anger and loss and fear and loss of certainty from everywhere, from patients, the public, politicians, but also from acute hospitals, from trusts, thinking that we can do it all. And and so we're having to contain this. And we can't because we can't create miracles. So this is what I mean about moral injury. The, the GP is desperate to, to make things better, but can't. And what happens is you end up in a in a form of, of depression because collective depression, and I think my profession is collectively depressed actually, and you have low self-esteem, you, you feel worthless and hopeless as a profession, and then, of course, individuals feel the same in, in various degrees. So for my profession, I think we've had the worst of it. We've had the, the heroes and heroines in ITU, you know, clapping for, for staff because – they are, I mean, of course they did a good job, but, you know, there they were with a visible manifestation of, of heroism and us not. And I put this mainly to the language. We have a language of war. Uh, and when you've got a language of war, it's very difficult to see what's being done by essentially the home front, which is the GP. And you have the language, you even have uniforms and which is of course PPE and all the, all the uniforms that are worn in hospitals. So my, profession has really struggled because what do GPs want to do? They want to make things better and they can't. The podcast will be launching on the 17th of January 2022 and it'll be available on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts and all the usual places. So make sure you subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode.